Welcome to the Random Tea Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Thor Ragnarok. Finally. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <coughs> I'm going to cough right on the top there. Awesome. <coughs> Let me just get that out of the way. Um, so yeah, it was so good. Oh yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. I don't know what I expected. I I actually had high expectations that it was going to be stupid and fun it because... Um, you know, I'd heard a lot about, you know, uh, some of the stuff that had gotten leaked, just, just little mm-hmm. stuff like when they were filming on the street and stuff like that. And, and them hearing that Takia was doing something completely different with it. And yeah, so I was, I had, I had hopes that it would be like, they would get away from the brooding space princes. Um, cause that was getting a little old. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, the dark world is probably the worst MCU movie. Yeah. In the entire catalog. Yeah. So bad. And like Thor Ragnarok. It took itself so fucking seriously. So seriously. Well, and the director was like, this was not the movie I directed. Yeah. Because he, he was, he filmed all this stuff. And then once it got cut and put together, he was like, this is not the movie. He was, yeah. That's what he stepped away. He yeah. was like, no, this is not yeah. what I wanted. Um, but yeah, it was bad. So this was, this it was nice. And it took advantage of the fact that a lot of these actors can be fucking funny. Chris Hemsworth is hilarious. Oh my God. I th- and I think, I think probably m- mainstream seeing him in uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Really was like, this dude's funny. Yeah. And then. Like after- he's big and pretty, but he's funny too. Well, and they had to have the success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. To know that. And could- Ant-Man too. Ant-Man was kind yeah. of funny-esque. I don't think about ant-man um <laughs> uh but in order to get this sort of success i mean they had to have yeah uh, they used it and we're like oh well we can because i mean if the guardians of the galaxy hadn't been the hit that it was it could have been uh, they could have been a throwaway movie yeah not exactly too but and it, it was, was kept so huge. it was so guardians was kept so far away from the rest of the universe yes. that in case it did fuck Very it up isolated um it wouldn't you know it wasn't built into the continuity quite as much no but yeah. Oh, so uh, we've seen it twice now. Yes. Uh, where Where do you want to start? Uh, there's so much. So we got a ton of feedback. Uh, so <coughs> where Where do we want to start with uh, with this? Um, you just want to start with the cast. That's what we usually do. Okay. Okay. So let's. I'm going to give people a little bit of background. The Thor Ragnarok storyline is relatively recent. Yes. It's as far in the grand scheme of Thor. Yes. It's uh from two thousand four. Uh Thor ep- uh ish- episodes. Issues uh number eighty through eighty five, and I will list all of this in um in our podcast notes so you don't yeah. have to remember everything. But yeah, the it's it's relatively recent. I mean that's only thirteen years ago. Yeah. In the grand scheme of the world. So um there's that so uh and it this is totally not what happened no no for 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 and it's got shades of planet hulk correct there's a planet hulk uh is involved in it but uh, if we want to go through the cast so thor yes um as far as the whole hemi c so first of all i i just want to clear up that hella is not odin's daughter in the canon yeah uh, she is Loki's daughter. Yeah, that's 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 a change. 
Uh, Wait, so, as soon as she said that, as, so, she, as soon as she said that, or, or I think Odin said, Odin said my, my firstborn, first I was born. like, yeah, really? No. no. Uh, so fam- family tree time, because we did get some questions on this. Okay. Okay. Uh, Odin and Frigga, mm-hmm. um, their children were Thor, Baldor, and Loki. Yeah. Um, but Loki is actually... A frost, know, a frost giant and thor is actually uh son of gaia and odin and this is in this is in the canon this is in the canon uh that we're talking of uh hella is actually loki's daughter as is Fenrir, the wolf is loki's right. son so yeah they're siblings canonically loki gets with animals a lot and yeah. begats weird animals now hella's mother was also a frost giant Really? Yeah. So I did not know that. So, uh, so there's your family tree time, and also, uh, Hemdar and Helmdar and and Sith are siblings. Yes, we did talk about that. I think in the first one. So, ignoring all of that, right? This is where we are. Um. So that was the. Hold on, flip me pages. Okay. So. Nope. 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 Uh, okay, so Thor and Jane Foster did actually break up. Okay, yeah. We finally got that confirmed. We knew uh, Natalie Portman wasn't going to come back. Correct. She was not happy about the direction of, of uh, Thor 2. Nobody dire- was happy about it. Well, the director she wanted didn't end up getting it, and there was just all this bullshit. Oh, with, yeah. It was Yeah, she was not. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. As uh, Nancy would say. And Sif and Thor did do do get back together at some point yes. but sif was not in this film at um, all well uh jamie jamie alexander, alexander yeah. uh had she was supposed to be but yes. she had filming conflicts with her with her television show correct so i think the general consensus is that sif was off world doing a, a mission of some sort and that's why she wasn't there so yeah yeah um I mean, I'm trying to... I read through all of this this morning. So, uh, Loki did start Asgard. Uh, Sertor... You mean Ragnarok? Ragnarok. What did I say? Asgard. Asgard. Uh, Ragnarok. Um, his, in, in, in canon, he kills uh, Baldur, which is why in... If you go back and listen to our other Thor podcast, I was bound and determined we were going to see Baldur. But that was yeah. before casting news even came yeah, out. Yeah, you were, you were hell-bent on that's what he was going to be. And I wasn't sure if they were going to kind of, because they've the MCU is famous for doing this. They'll I kind of thought Scourge was going to be kind of twisted into a Baldor, mm-hmm. um, so where it could be like, ha ha, he's not who you think he is. But no, he was pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he in I guess in essence in this film Loki did start Ragnarok. Yeah, and but I as a as a. It, if you're new to us, um, Queenie enjoys the Loki far more than is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, as as a Loki uh, fan, I liked the fact that he was given some more redemption. And it was also, it was like, yeah, he did start Ragnarok, but it was for good reasons. Because it was the, that was the only way to stop Hela. And so I was like, I see what you did there, MCU. Ragnarok still happens, but it's not quite as devastating as it could have been. Because we realize that Asgard isn't a place. It's a people. It's a people. Uh, the fire demon is a part of the canon 
Um, he was introduced back in Journey to Mystery number 97, and Ooh, he was okay. in 99. He was freed by Loki. Okay. So that's canon. Okay. Although these are totally different storylines. They just took a bunch of crap and, and shoved it all together. That sounds about right. That's a completely different storyline. Um, Loki did scheme for ways to assume power. That's totally Shocker. canon. That's pretty much what um, Loki does. I didn't. I did mention this because uh, I know I'm supposed to be talking about Thor, but this is all in Thor's stuff. Yeah, talking about the fall of Odin. Uh, Loki did scheme for ways to assume power, working collusion with Loki, the Asgardian goddess Lorelai. Oh, who we met in Shield Agents reference. Of Shield. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, she did uh, allude, didn't she? That Luke, that Loki had let her go. I think and Something it's, like it's that. been a minute since season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but or season one. That was season one. Because um, we were like, how the fuck did she get out of Asgard if Loki's on there, you know, over there being being king and king and all? And now we see what he was busy doing. Yeah. Uh, and one of the schemes for Loki to get uh, Asgard, and here, there, this is relevant. Okay. Uh, Loki's trying to get the Asgard throne for himself. He encap- and capacitates Thor, turning him into a frog. Yeah. That involves Surtur's sword, which we see prominently. And they, they make reference to the frog. And Yeah, they do make reference in to the, the frog. In the fucking play. Uh, so I thought that was yeah. cute. But that's all referenced in there. Uh, Doctor Stephen Strange is all up in the MCU too, but... Yeah. I mean, Thor was... I mean, he was... It was more Loki... Involved in the whole uh, Ragnarok storyline. Yeah. So. Which, and they did bring him in, but this was not a Loki-heavy movie. This was not no. Loki as the bad guy. This was not Loki as a, as big a plot point as he has been in the past. True. He did um, have some nice moments, but it wasn't the Loki show. It was This was more about Thor. Which, I suppose you, I mean, I guess. I mean, it was. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm always going to want more Loki. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ragnarok. Thor was attacked by Loki and his armies who had teamed with Surtur to create weapons for Thor's enemies, forged in the same way as Mjolnir. And that fight escalated into Ragnarok. And although Thor managed to defeat Loki, severing his head, uh-huh. uh, the war left many of Thor's allies dead, including Sif and his friends, the Warrior Three. Yeah, we got the Warriors dead. Right up front. Real soon in the movie. Uh, and um, Mjolnir did, was uh, destroyed. Okay. Uh, in that battle. So that did happen, although Thor talked uh, the big fiery demon dude into remaking it. Really? I love that he does essentially end up beheading the uh, um, Sartor. Because he just rips the crown off his head. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sorry, his eyebrows. His eyebrow, I thought it was just one big eyebrow. Okay, that scene was fucking hilarious. With the, with the chain? The, the cold open. Oh and he's God. talking to the skeleton and then in the chain this oh hold on. Hold on. Let me let me come back around. I think that was ad libbed. And him if and, I remember correctly. And him uh like narrating it like he's in some kind of a fucking John Hughes movie. Oh Jesus! It was so the eighties references. I think it just set a really a really fun tone for it. So yeah, the the opening was great. I love that yeah. he's like, yeah, you know, I bummed around in space, tried to find these infinity stone things, failed. Yeah, 
<laughs> which looking back that was them saying we we think that that was them saying there's no infinity gem in this movie yeah and we thought there would the soul gem is what's yes. missing so it's gonna have to be black panther it's gonna have to be if not, um, I will flip a damn table. Although and it is confirmed that the mid-credit scene that that is Thanos's ship. Okay, that has been was confirmed, confirmed by Feige. Okay, okay, thank not, you, Kevin not Feige. Only it wasn't confirmed; it was confirmed by the king himself. Yeah, the emperor. <laughs> That's uh, true. There is a storyline where uh, Thor does go up against Hela. Okay, uh, for the power of says so uh, Thor remains in Asgard to deal with the vacuum left by Odin's apparent death and drives off Hela. So that sort of was a thing. Okay, so that that happened. Um, and they end up in Oklahoma. They're in Oklahoma, by the way. Okay, that's where uh, Asgard ends up. Asgard ends on up Midgard in Oklahoma. In okay, Oklahoma. that's good to know. So, and I don't think there's an ocean in Oklahoma. No, because Odin's on the ocean, and he's like, "This, this is a great place. Rem- remember this." I think he's he didn't Strange flat out say your your father's in Norway. Yeah, so that's Norway. That's Norway, not Oklahoma. No, those are different places. Oh, Thor's not great at geography. Oklahoma. So, and apparently Ragnarok happens over and over and over again. Okay. And, uh, what do they call them? Those who sit above in shadow feed on the cycle. Okay. So I'm not real, that doesn't really seem to make any sense in the MCU, but that's a thing that happens. Uh, and according to this, Sif doesn't die. Okay. She is, uh, it says Thor searches for his fellow Osgardians trying to restore, restore them because they're immortal. Right. Um, so he's trying to work because the Warriors three, whatever. So I, I don't expect them to come back in the MCU. No, I think I think a lot of that was them cleaning house mm-hmm. because, and again, Infinity Wars is or Infinity War. I, I keep calling it wars. Like there's gonna still gonna be two parts. Um, that's gonna be so fucking crowded. Oh, so much. So I I I looked at that like that was cleaning house. Those were always kind of kind of two-dimensional characters anyway because we never got a lot of time with them um and so it was just like okay we're gonna the, these guys were fun for a while but they're 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 done now so yeah uh but sif was uh not she was trapped in the body of an old woman dying of cancer and her real form was stolen by loki so this is the freight time in which loki is a woman oh he's a woman in sif's body i did not know yeah. that yeah okay so I mean, they got that dark hair. Yeah, he wants thing, to look cute. Thing going on there. Um, so there's all of that. But Thor, I mean, there's there's Ragnarok stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly a, a Loki story. Um, so this was very Thor centric. Very very Thor centric with a side of Hulk. Yes. Um, and I think wow. it was kind of fun to pair them up. Bruce and or Mark Ruffalo and yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, we're hilarious together. Yeah. Yeah. And with Tom Hiddleston. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. They were Just, so much fun. And who turned out to be way funnier than I... And, and I I hope they did this on purpose. Uh, because in the previews, you didn't get the sense that Valkyrie was as fucking funny as she was. Oh, not from the previews, no. And then her opening But adding scene, her to the yeah. mix with them was just way fun. Yeah, she was not the straight man, almost. Yeah. Uh, but not, like, but 
when when we first see her and she's like he's mine and you're like okay this is pretty straightforward and then you realize oh god she's drunk and then she thunk! falls off the side it yeah. was like okay i see how this is gonna be and it was great it was pretty hilarious so but there's there's the because it's so loose yeah uh the movie from the canon but but that's where they are they took the bits they wanted and add what what they wanted and yeah i'm flipping through my pages so she has a binder you guys i'm on to um loki (gasps) oh my god they made him slightly less greasy he he's taken a shower in the last you know decade yes he's washed and cut his at least they didn't do that weird spiky thing with his hair that was just wrong um so i kind of i'm disappointed i'm not mad i'm just disappointed um i kind of thought loki would be a better ruler i feel like he has it in him to be a better ruler no what the hell he was doing uh, he's sitting in his bathrobe eating grapes. Uh, but that's a thing. That's yeah. And that's a that's a thing that that has happened. He's he's taken the form of Odin. Oh my from god! From time to time. But the the fucking play. The fact that okay, you had, so the play. Oh had, my god! All right, who was it? it Matt was, Damon was Matt, Loki. Damon was Loki, uncredited. Yes. Uh the other Hemsworth brother, the eldest Hemsworth brother, as Thor. Luke, not Liam. No, not Liam. Um, shit. He's the one in Westworld. This uh, was a very Westworld production. Yeah. And then Odin was played by... Sam Neill. Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Yes. So that was hilarious. And this is the one glimpse we see of Sif, but it's Playsif. But it's... Yeah, so. it's Playsif. Um, it is Luke Hemsworth. Luke. That's what I thought. Yeah. Luke. It was an L. Um, Luke, Liam, and Chris. Wow, that doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue, does it? Yeah, and it was just so dumb. And the play, I love it because as dramatic as those parts were in Dark World where Loki's quote-unquote dying and you hear the the choral music in the background, yeah, that was the choral music that they were singing for this stupid play that was over-dramatizing it. So I feel like... Oh my gosh. In a lot of ways, this was a fix-it fic. I know. Halfway through the movie, I, I leaned over yep. to you and said, this is a fix-it fic. Because they they stepped back from taking themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And they're making fun of the excess drama of the dark world. Because this had dramatic moments. I mean, yeah. this was not full pure comedy. But, I mean, God, you, it was so extra in dark world. And it had this swelling choral music and everything. And, and so they were just kind of making fun of that with the play. And it was really funny and then of course i love uh thor throwing around Yumya and like you know throwing it and then returning it's going to return to loki's face brother brother oh, and they're constantly saying brother they're to each other like, they're at least saying okay, brother though but sometimes it sounds like an insult it's okay brother yeah but at least there was one point where i think in dark world loki was like wouldn't even say uh, call him brother. So no, uh-uh. I was happy with that. Uh, so Loki siding with uh, Odin and Thor against uh, Ragnarok or uh, Surtur because mm-hmm. um, he actually was the one trying to do Ragnarok. Uh, that is canon um, because Loki sought to rule Asgard, not destroy it. Right, right. He he wanted that. So that you can't be the king of rubble. Very no, you can't. Um. But I, I liked the, um, 
I liked Loki. The only thing is I was a little fuzzy on was what role he served for the Grandmaster. Like, how was he able to get in good with him without being a fighter? Because he was clearly yeah, not... Yeah, we don't get that. He was well, clearly not participating. Okay, well, those characters don't really... I don't have an answer for you. Yeah. Because those characters don't really interact that much in uh, in canon. Yeah. Uh, the Planet Hulk is not even a part of the Grandmaster story. Okay. okay. We'll get we'll get to the Grandmaster, but all of that's completely different storylines. Cuz originally when when the trailer was first released and people saw the Grandmaster and Loki on either sides of the couch mm-hmm. and they saw the gladiator battle between Thor and Hulk, a lot of people were theorizing that one was Loki's champion and one was the Grandmaster's champion. And they, they were somehow at odds trying to, you but know. But that's not how it was. Right. They were not trying to uh, settle some kind of a dispute or anything like that. He was just like, hey, this dude's kind of crazy, but he didn't kill me. So. Yeah. I'm, the, the the relationship between Loki and uh, the Grandmaster is explained off screen. Yeah. How did Loki know all the passwords I don't know that, to his ships? I don't know that how Loki got in with him so how, high wait, up so quickly. Wait, let me ask you this. How did Loki know that was the orgy ship? Loki didn't say orgy. It was uh, it was Valkyrie. Okay. Okay. No, I've I've been reading that it's there's there's been notes that the that Loki and, and Grandmaster um were good friends. We know that Loki canonically will fuck Super anything good friends so were, loki will literally fuck anything yeah pretty not much. even just one anyway he has there, snake babies there are references uh to them being were, like yeah chums there's there's a lot of talk <laughs> two dudes sitting in a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay <laughs> jesus christ but um but to get back to loki's <laughs> character arc i did like that he got some semblance of redemption well a lot of people and there's a lot of feedback on this a lot of people are liking that uh his redemption went from him being pure evil to being the god of mischief yeah he's mischievous not evil he was never evil and he's not he's never gonna be the good and pure straight good that thor is it's not his personality so i did like that they didn't because i was worried that he would get a redemption arc but it would go too far to the other side well i'm still not convinced he's not a little shit i mean he is a little shit that's absolutely he absolutely is um i we didn't see him fight a whole lot no and the knife flip scene is not in the movie i'm very upset by that it's not because that is i mean that launched a thousand panties on fire um a thousand. Try a million. Only a thousand. Is yeah. that all? No, it was more than that. That's, I, that's you're, you're really lowballing that. I can't with numbers right now. Wow. Um, so I was kind of upset I didn't get to see that on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, because we went back when we went back to watch it the second time. We were like, okay, we're gonna watch, and it was never yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, friends of ours were like, okay, I'm going to see it tonight, and they're like, yeah. no, it wasn't there, and it's very disappointing. I was waiting for that scene. Yeah, I was too. So. Um, but yeah, he was he was a lot of fun. Yeah, help me. I'm not doing help me. I'm and he not went doing along help with me. it, and he he did it. But I also love at the very end when uh, Thor's like, "If you were here, that'd be great." And he throws it at him, and he catches it. And he is there. I needed that hug. I needed that. I hug. wanted. We deserved. We deserved that fucking that hug. fucking hug. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. So yeah. But yeah, Loki was. But at, at the end, I still wasn't convinced he was 
he, he had nowhere else to go. Yeah. I think right then. So, I mean, where else was he? Um, so everybody's assuming that he took the Tesseract because yeah. the Tesseract had to be removed from Asgard before it's destroyed because it's got to play into the Infinity Stone of course. business. Um, but I did kind of like the way that it's like, oh, fuck, it's Thanos' ship because to me that says, okay, Thanos is going to get the Tesseract, but Loki doesn't necessarily have to give it to him. No. Because after but, all the shit Loki went through, but after I don't what, think that he'd work with Thanos again. Uh, but does Loki have a choice? That's true. That's that's my concern, because if you go back and you remember how uh, tortured he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I personally Avengers. think that... I personally think that the mind gem was used on him. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Even as he was using it against others. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't, even even if Loki does give it up to Thanos, I don't know that it would be voluntarily. Yeah, or quite as sinister as, you know. I mean, maybe we don't know. He may do it to try to save Thor, or who the fuck knows. Who the fuck knows? Eh, I don't know. He's He's been so eager. He's tried to destroy Thor so many different ways. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so that brings us to Hela. Hella. Welcome to my new uncomfortable uh, villain crush because, dear God, she was amazing. Kate Blanchett, while uh, a lot of her work was done in a motion capture suit because bodies yeah. don't move that way. Yeah. Um. Damn. Yeah. She was great. She was. They gave her. They gave her some humor too. They did, and she put her hair up when she was ready to fight. Yep. Um. I really appreciate that as a woman. And I, I remember I questioned the cloak. Yes. Um. Well, apparently, in canonically, half side of her body is like dead, unless she's wearing a cloak. That cloak. Oh, so, interesting. There's that. Um, but she, 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 she's from uh, 1964. She goes back. Wow. She okay. was originally in uh, Journey to Mystery uh, number 102, 1964. Her origin remains unrevealed. Okay. Uh, she is a goddess of death. She is the ruler of hell and Niflheim. Okay. Her mother is Angborda, uh, who's a Jojen. Oh, okay. Uh, who is also the mother, mother to m- jo- mother Finrir Jotund or Jotund, not Jojen. Jotun, J O T U N N. I know. I thought you said Jojen, like Jojen Reed. And oh, I was like, no. sorry. I have um, my nose is still stopped. It's, up weird. It's cool. Um, but the same. But so Finrir is her brother. Yeah, like directly. Loki's got apparently. so many fucking kids. So. So yeah, so there. I really, that. really liked it, and one of my favorite, favorite bits was, uh, she's giving this big speech to the guards at uh, Asgard. She's already killed um, Frandy and uh, Volstag. Yeah, I mean, right at literally out of the gate. Yeah. So Hogan's there, and she, the whole of the Asgardian guard is there, and she's giving this big speech, and then. He literally is like, well, I don't know who you are, but... And she's like, did you not just listen? <laughs> it was so great. It was so great. So even even the big dramatic stuff with her, they kind of tempered it with... Humor. Humor. They and really did. It's Otherwise, like they kept, they kept reminding the audience we're not taking ourselves too seriously. Well, they, they maintained their tone. Yes. Uh, which was which was great. Um, which I think was a struggle because that's that's the whole thing. Any of these movies are not... A hundred percent the directors mm-hmm. because they're 
they always have to tie in. They always have to lead into the next one. They always have to, you know, because they're setting a lot up for Infinity War. Well, yeah, their goal for years has been to get to Infinity Wars. So they had to hit certain plot points. So it's not 100% uh, Takia's work, but yet, like you said, the tone was consistent. It was consistent throughout the film. You couldn't be like, oh, yeah, that that, that was that thing that had to be in for Infinity War. And then it was back to, like, slapstick. It... It just, it felt very it flowed. consistent. It was very cohesive. It, it was. I, was. So I gotta, I gotta give enjoyable. it to him for that. Um, there is a stretch of comics where Hela and Loki are trying to begin a cycle of Ragnarok. Okay. Um, it's not the Ragnarok story arc, though. Okay. It's Because like you said, it, Ragnarok is not a one-time thing. Correct. Um, but if you go check out Thor uh, issues 275 through 278 from back in 1978. Jeez. Uh, there's a Ragnarok storyline. Okay. Where she is involved. She is involved with the Valkyries. Uh, I couldn't find anything on a battle specifically. Yeah. Uh, with them. So. Um, well, I think that was unlocked you know, Valkyrie's tragic but, backstory. And we'll fodder. Get, and we will get to Valkyrie, but Valkyrie yes. is more uh her character is more on the Hulk side of things. Yes. Than yes. uh the Thor side, which is like what? But it's true. And it made sense. Uh, but it, not just in the movie, but in canon. Yeah. Oh okay. I'm saying in canon. Oh okay. Valkyrie cool. is is not necessarily just a a, a, a she's Thor not character. Thor. Uh there are actually three different Valkyries, but we'll get to her. Okay. Um but yeah, Kate Blanchett. Oh my gosh, the the makeup, them fucking the cheekbones hair. can cut goddamn glass. Well, and she was green too. Yeah, we were when we were watching this. We were thinking the uh, the soul gem is purple. Yeah, and she's in green. It was very, and I wish that would have been explained because that was not apparent to me. Because when she first uh, Odin Odin dies, and then she confronts the boys um, in her black outfit. And you're like, oh, yeah, bitchin'. And then she goes to Asgard, and then the piping I think, well, you, immediately the, turns green. And I was like, why? Okay. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because her power comes from Asgard. Yeah, but why green? Why not? Well, but why any color? I mean, I can't, I can't tell you why that because, color, but the reason why it appeared was she's, she was getting more powerful. Because green had been so synonymous with Loki. Loki, but they did tone down the green in his costume. They did. He had a lot of blues. It was a lot... Uh, Until the end when he was a little bit more traditional. Toned down. Far more toned down. It wasn't Uh, as gold and, you know. I don't know why green, but uh, but it's because the... Her power. Power on Ragnarok. Or on Asgard. Apparently Ragnarok and Asgard are the same thing to me. Well, they are now. Uh, Although Asgard's not a place. It's It's a people! people. (laughs) Whatever. Fuck you, Odin. You're still a shitty father. So bad. Oh my god. This did not make up for it. (laughs) No. No, By the way, you guys are, you know, and he does, he refers to uh, Loki as his son. And Loki refers to him as father. He does. And I was kind of surprised by that. uh, I mean, after all the shit they've put each other through, there at the end, they were, they were still family. Yeah. uh, Which showed on Loki's face, which I thought was... Didn't he say Frigga would be proud of something? Yes, he said Frigga would be proud. And I was like, mm, oh yeah. my god, yeah. that's all he ever wanted? But it's not enough. No, it's not. It's still not enough. It's Od- still not Odin enough. was a dick. Yeah. Well, um, apparently Odin was a dick with his first kid, too. Yeah, because once uh, she helped him take over... The world. The Nine Realms. The world. Um, the world. So, uh, so yeah. But yeah, she she was great. They 
I mean, this is what happens when you give Galadriel the one ring. Yeah, I I, this, I agree. This is it. Because you, you uh, I think it was the second time we were watching it, you leaned over and you told me that. And I was like, oh my God, it's true. Yeah, because you're not on the social media as near as much as I am. Yeah. I cannot take credit for that. Yeah. But it's everywhere. It's true. Her and um, Keith Urban. Yeah, Carl. Carl. Carl no. Urban. I'm just going to make shit up. Carl Urban, you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, Keith Urban is the is the singer. Yeah, you were just going to go with it, Carl Urban, which I was so glad to see him. Uh, and we'll get to him, yeah. his character. I was just really glad to see him after his failed TV series. Yeah, which by the way was really good. It was good. It was on Fox though. Fox fucking sucks. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <sighs> so now, if you go down the cast list, the next one is Hemdall. Um, oh, so great. He 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 was pretty awesome. Idris is always great as Heimdall and he, he truly is. I just it was fun seeing him be subversive cuz that's the thing. Heimdall has always been a little subversive. He let Thor and his friends go to uh Jotunheim at the very beginning. He is the ultimate helicopter he, parent. He really is, but like he's always been a little like anti-establishment if he doesn't agree with like he'll go and against he'll speak up, yeah. He'll go yeah. against Odin yeah. if he thinks Odin's doing a dumb. He won't go along just to get along. And no. so he when now that Loki took over, he went full on enemy agent and all he cared about was protecting the people of Asgard. And yeah, I was, was just like, Thank you. He became Jesus. He became black Jesus, he yes. He really did. Uh he was great. And he apparently still has his power away from the The Bifrost. Bifrost. Yeah. So But apparently it's also linked to the to the sword. The sword controls the Bifrost. Because I always kind of... Like, okay, so but Hemdall sees things. The yes. Bifrost is just the pathway. He doesn't control... His power isn't the Bifrost. His power is vision. Right. And that was the part okay. that, that kind of... I was like, oh. Because I thought, well, nobody else can do the Bifrost because it's all tied up with Heimdall's but powers. But it's not. But it's not. Heimdall just, Heimdall just has the, the, the power of sight. Right. Uh-huh. Which makes it really convenient for him to open up the portal... Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was interesting because that kind of put my assumptions on their head about his powers and everything. But yeah. it was good to see him. Yeah, I was glad that they were they they utilized him in so much less armor. And he liked that because him and Anthony Hopkins both kind both of bitched hated. about the armor. And so you notice hated. Anthony Hopkins was wearing very soft uh, old people clothes, a lot of linen, a lot of linen, so much linen. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think Anthony, okay, can we just say that Anthony Hopkins playing Loki, playing Odin oh my God. was priceless. It was beautiful, and I cannot wait until I can watch that at my leisure over when it's, and over yeah, when and it's over. out on oh, yeah. DVD. Yeah. That's, a, that's an immediate purchase. Oh my God, because it was so great. That's a direct to my TV yes. when it comes out yes. uh, purchase. Just saying. Um I hope it's out by con because then we can watch it incessantly. <gasps> is it on my list? I think it, it is. Be. It should be. So yeah, yeah, it'll be out by then. Yeah. It'll be out by April. It's fine. Uh, but Hemdall uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. Canon. Okay. Uh, when Asgard was struck by the real Ragnarok, the one from which there was no seeming reversal. The one true Ragnarok? The one true Ragnarok. Hemdall perished in battle defending his people. Oh. But in reality... Because there is no reality. Yeah. His soul was placed inside a mortal man like all the other Asgardians. And he was uh, he was the first that was found after Thor re- recreated Asgard in o- Oklahoma and started to search for the other gods. 
So and he now watches over the new Asgard and helps Thor locate the rest of his gods with his powers. So the people were displaced in canon, but they like lost their souls and had to be in mortal bodies. Correct. Which is a change from what we saw. Yeah, they saw they just moved them, which I think is a, a much simpler. Yeah, that's a big concept to try to yeah. have to sell yep. along with everything else you're trying to sell. Correct. So in canon, their their bodies perished, but their souls were just moved. You're right. Just like that. So, okay. Um, they got meat sacks. And they, yeah, but they also had no memories. Okay. Because um, if you remember. Which is a common Thor thing because Thor had no memories when he thought when he, he was, was Donald Blake. When he was Donald Blake. Exactly. Which, exactly. did you like the umbrella? Yeah. It was great. I was like, I know what that is. And now I need to watch Tom Holland's video again. Oh my gosh. Okay. I had just a moment. Not Tom Holland. Tom Holland from Spider-Man did the umbrella I video. Tom Holland was the Tom that was in Night Manager with. Fuck. Hold on. I'm having a moment. Spider-Man is... Ho- oh, Tom Hollander is the... Oh. Is, uh, you know, from... Shit. Corky. Oh, Corky. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, no. And yeah. I, got, yeah. I got confused. No. no. But yes. <laughs> no. Tom Holland, the MCU Tom, the other MCU Tom. Umbrella. Yes, please, please go watch that if you have not just, already. Just, just a moment. I'm not even going to tell you why, but just watch it. Okay. All of it. That deserved. Do not just watch the first minute. Watch all of it. Watch the whole thing. Trust me. You'll watch it again. Yep. Uh, so so that uh, brings us to Grandmaster, uh, otherwise known as, as Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum. With some blue makeup on his face. Playing Jeff Goldblum. Because at this point, he's just space Jeff Goldblum. Yes, he is. Uh, so Life uh, 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 finds a way. So who is uh, the Grandmaster? I don't fucking know. He is a... Um, Not a celestial... No, he's an elder. Elder, okay. Which is the same as the collector. Who is his brother. Yeah. Which the we were not, I kind of thought they would tell us that in the movie and they didn't. They, they did were, not. They were very clear about that in uh like all the all the uh like Comic Con press. I remember hearing, Oh yeah, he's the he's the collector's well, brother. I think at this point they expect their audience to be digging into stuff like yeah. this. So yeah. um so the Grandmaster's uh, real name is N. Dewey Gast. That's three words. E-N space D-W-I space G-A-S-T. Okay. For the record. I'd be known as the Grandmaster, too. His first appearance is in Avengers number 69 from 1969. Jesus. I know, right? That's a long time ago. Uh, and he uh, is a game player. His occupation is a game player. He is the ultimate games master. So the elders are, they're not celestial level of powerful, which as we saw in Guardians, Ego is a celestial. Was Ego a celestial? I think Eagle, Ego was a celestial, which is not the same as an elder. No, they're much more powerful, but the elders are pretty fucking powerful mm-hmm. and old and elder. They are the oldest. Okay. Okay. Um, and where they even come from, their original plan and everything is lost okay. to time and memory because they are so old. So they just fucking hang out and be weird. Yeah. Uh, they have immunity to aging and disease, uh, impervious to conventional injury, which does not explain the uh, post credit scene at all. No. But yeah. Uh, his abilities are vast knowledge and comprehension of, comprehension of games and game theory far beyond present day Earth. Okay. As well as an encyclopedic knowledge of thousands of exotic games played throughout the universe. It's literally his thing. Okay. That is his very specific kink. Yes. 
So he, uh, the contest of champions. Yes. Let's let's talk about the contest of champions. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, has nothing to do with Hulk. By okay. the way, it has what it is is. Um, Although he can resurrect living beings after their death, the Grandmaster could not revive the Collector when he was killed. Oh. He challenged Entity of Death to a contest. Isn't it, Hela the Entity of Death? Or she's just the Goddess of Death? She's a Goddess of Death. This is the Entity Death. Okay. Death Death. This would be Deadpool's girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, actually. I didn't go that far. If he won, his brother would be brought back, and if he lost, he would die as well. Okay. That's the contest of champions. Oh. They selected teams from Earth, which became known as the contest of champions. Some of the heroes chosen included Alpha Fight, Avengers, Defenders, Eternals, Fantastic Four, Inhumans, X-Men, Soviet Super Soldiers, Heroes for Hire, and Rangers. Shit. <clears throat> Man, you covered so, a lot of groups right then and there. So that's what the contest of champions actually is. Okay, um, but it was it was some kind of a gladiatorial gladiatorial. Yeah, it was a yeah it was battle. a battle, big, big fat fight thing. But it wasn't like an ongoing. Yeah, uh, on the now that the, that planet, Sakaar. the Sakar planet, that has to do with Hulk. So we'll get to that later. But that is okay. not in connection to Grandmaster. Grandmaster, it's a okay. completely different storyline. So this line. is a complete amalgam of shit. But I see where they pulled the threads together in. I don't, un- and he has a connection to the Mind Gym. Okay, uh, he had possession of the Mind Gym for a time. Uh, Thanos came to bargain for it, planned to challenge him to a game, which Thanos easily won. Grandmaster broke his main rule and cheated, but so did Thanos. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, and it was revealed it was not the real Thanos, but a recreation created from the Infinity Gym. So I wonder if Loki having the Tesseract has anything to do with that. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, that's why the Grandmaster got involved or something. And maybe Loki learned something from the Grandmaster and they're going to tie that together somehow. Hmm. That Loki's going to challenge Thanos to a game, but he's going to lose. And that's how Thanos gets the Tesseract? May Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm pulling there, out of it, my ass here, but it makes sense. Oh, that's what they're doing. They're just doing it like with I a know, budget. Right. And, that and know. I'm hoping one of my wild theories will someday come true. Oh, my God. Where you can be like, I was right. Because I didn't get balder. No, you didn't, boo. I was very, very. It okay, though. Well, I mean, I knew when they did all the casting news that I wasn't uh, going to get him. But yeah. Still. So, I mean, so that's his connection to the Infinity. Is he Infinity? We don't know who all is Infinity. They're keep, they're so tight-lipped about it. Yeah. Although there's rumors we're supposed to get a trailer in December now. Okay. God, I hope so. Rousseau's don't let me down. So, there's that. So, he's 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 a bit of a... Let me go through here and make... Okay. So, that brings us to Valkyrie. Okay. Who is amazing. Who... Tessa Tessa is much funnier than I would have thought incredible Okay so canonically Valkyrie is A blonde Buxom babe She's yeah she's 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 a a, Valkyrie She's Norse She's she's a typical Norse Like 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 in ESO The caricature of Norse Of Nord people Are Tall Buxom Blonde Even a short one Is like six feet tall Yeah Um, Yeah Just saying So so I love that they went with Tessa. They did go with Tessa. They hired the person they wanted. Yeah, talking was like who did the job. Yeah, well, she was the right person for it. So uh, and she was so her. good. Her introduction scene was at when she fell off the side. You were like, I love her, and she's my she's mine. Yeah, this is mine. Well, I really 
because we we knew her from Westworld. Yes. Um. And who was she in Westworld? Remind our listeners. She was. Uh, oh shit! I don't know her name off the top of my head. Um. She was basically the uh the company executive that was brought in to butt heads with Anthony Hopkins' character. Correct. I'm not spoiling a whole lot. Um. But she, it was. It's a very serious role. It's a very serious role. It's a very serious show. And and. Again, I, I really hope Takia did this on purpose. In all the trailers, we just see action, and she's this she's a badass. badass. I mean, she is a badass. She is e- a badass. Even drunk, but... she's a badass. But she's so much funnier, and I, I'm really glad that we got to see Tessa in that role because it's a lot like when you see Chris Hemsworth being funny for the first time. You're like, wait a minute, I didn't know you could do that. And so it's it was nice to yeah, see. It really was. Okay, so canonically, Valkyrie. There's three different. Women, okay. There's Amora, Samantha, and Brunhilda. Uh, Brunhilda. Brunhilda is considered the six one six. Okay. Uh, Earth six one six, which is a what a lot of MC, the uh, main MCU, MCU is, canon goes through. But she's from like back in 1971 from Incredible Hulk number 142. Oh, she okay. She was introduced in the Hulk series, um, and that's got her origin in it as Samantha Parrington. Okay. Yes, that's an Earth name, um, okay. but whatever. I had a little bit of a problem with the Valkyries in general, and it was not down to Tessa. It was not down to our Valkyrie. It and it was it was one line of dialogue that threw me off, and it was Thor saying, "Oh, I always wanted to be a Valkyrie when I was a kid until I realized they were all women." Um, the Valkyries had been destroyed at that point, mm-hmm. and and then later we get a line from Loki um, when he's about to show her the vision of the battle. I think he was trying to read her mind. I don't think he was just trying to show her something. I think he was trying to learn something about her. Oh, I think he was trying to distract her and incapacitate her with her most painful I memory. thought he was trying to learn from her. Um, but also he's like, oh, That's well. That's totally different He's like, oh, it, must, it must be terrible to be a member, of, to be the last one of an extinct da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, How would they, he have known? And, and if they were, ex- if it was known to be extinct, why would. How would they extinct? Dumb What's little the baby story? Thor, dumb little baby Thor wanted to be one and the only thing stopping him was that they were women but they were all gone and dead at that point so yeah but little kids grow up to want to be dragons too so but also how did the story of the valkyries and how they died it's a really get out without it's absolutely inconsistent without anybody knowing that oh yeah Hela's the one that killed him and Hela's odin's kid and like i don't know i just that was strained my incredulity incredulity you're, just a little you're bit you're right it was uh, but the entire story of valkyrie is really weird anyway she doesn't even involve involve she's not even in their their world is she an asgardian yes okay so she is an asgardian sort of. canonically uh, sort of oh excuse me um born into a wealthy family of eccentric philanthropologists samantha parrington grew into an idealistic feminist her parents ooh, ooh. adopted the monstrous Hulk as their latest pet cause. Samantha <laughs> formed a rapport with the misunderstood brute and helped talk him down from the Statue of Liberty. Oh, they were bros. So they were bros in the movie. They were. Uh, so there's there's her connection. I love um, that. You remind me of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> da da da. Led her in women's group in anti-patriarchal protest that attracted the attention of Hulk's enemy, the Enchantress. Omora magically transformed Samantha into a raging, man-hating facsimile of the Asgardian warrior goddess Brunhilda, the Valkyrie. Okay. So, I mean, that's, it's, there's connections there. Um, yeah. 
Brunhilde sadly was among the many slain during a recent Asgardian revolt staged by Loki in fulfillment of the Ragnarok prophecies. Mm. But her proud heroic legacy lives on through uh, Samantha Parrington. Okay. Can we talk about Valkyrie's bisexuality, We're please? We're getting there. Okay. Because it's important um, to me. I know. Chooser, of course, the Valkyrie is the chooser of the slain because uh, they take the dead to uh, Valhalla. Okay. Valhalla. Okay. Where uh, Hela takes uh, the not worthy to hell. Yeah. But I will say in Nordic tradition, hell isn't like damnation necessarily. It's just it's more like a limbo. I yeah. Think. It's just like you're just not in Valhalla, you're but you're just kind of dead. Yeah. You're just dead. It's not like torture and no. fire and, you know. So there's there's been a lot of press around uh, the Valkyrie character and Tessa Thompson. There was actually a deleted scene yes. uh, where she was walking out of a woman's bedroom. Okay. Um, Tessa also goes on to say that in the fight scene, the Valkyrie scene, the blonde that takes um, the the sword for her, it was not uh, it was not explicitly told to her, but in her mind, that was her girlfriend. Yeah, who um, sacrificed herself. Which when we saw it, I was like. That's that's her girlfriend. And I was because like, yeah, the no, anguish totally on her face yeah. wasn't just of my sisters falling all around yeah. me. Um, that specific and she very one. deliberately put herself in the path yes, of, that, she was. of that sword to save our a, Valkyrie. A true warrior would have continued on. Uh, you know, a warrior mindset would have yeah. continued towards the target. Yeah. Because um, from everything we were told, they're a very elite group of warriors. True. So uh, in canon... Fearless Defenders, Volume 1, Issue 8 in 2013. Oh, wow. That's Uh, where Zelda is, in fact, bisexual. It's not. It's it's not. And it's all over the news. Oh, the first MCU uh, LGBT character. Yeah. For the movie, at least. It's it's real, though. I did have another problem with. See, the Valkyries, to me, like, I really like their inclusion. And I think they're cool. And I do hate that our Valkyrie is the last one. But. It kind of fucked with well, some th- of the continuity because in the first Thor movie, Thor gives uh, Sif this big speech about like, oh, when you wanted, when a woman wanted to become a warrior and everybody thought that was bullshit, I, know. I stood by bullshit. you and da-da-da-da-da, bullshit. Um, and, <laughs> you know, and and you showed them all and you became a warrior and I was like, there's, there's a whole elite female force yeah but they don't do that anymore yeah so, yeah but I mean, still I know, yeah you're right it is completely inconsistent and i think i think part of it is just they wanted to write a cool story and it's not 100 percent canon compliant with the rest of the thor mythology in the movies and, well, and I, I think th- you're expected to just kind of like eh. and i think in in the in the mcu they wanted thor to be uh the sexist yeah. Guy that he came across as we needed to see the change in him from yeah. being uh, this real egotistical Asgardian gods, yeah. son of Odin, uh, heir to the throne, to be all swag a, and no substance, to being the humble yeah. uh, Thor that we see by the end of the movie. I yeah. think that was that was necessary for that. St- it served that story. It did, but it caused a bunch of in- now. But at the same time, we have to to understand. This is what movie seventeen, something like that. Something yeah, like it's it's obscene. I can't even remember. I've lost count. I don't even know what what movie we're on now. Um, to be able to have consistent through all of those movies with all the different writers and directors, and, directors and yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, 
to maintain any true continuity. So I think I think I but mean within I'm, the same film you would think they would have it. I'm sure that they probably I mean these are smart people making these movies. I'm sure somebody brought this up excuse me, brought this up and I think at one point they were probably just like yeah, no, okay, we're just going to move forward with the way we're doing it. Um, well, I mean, and there's so many different things that they're trying to, to, to corral together. Yeah. Um, I just really wish they'd have been a little more consistent with her storyline. Um, because thing, there are so few women in this movie as it is. Yeah, yeah. And I like the fact that on Asgard, it's normalized that women are fighters as well. Because that's the way it's looking now, wait. more like. Um, when I was looking at all those people in armor on Asgard, I didn't really see any women. Not in the guards, but like when the actual people oh. were fighting, women oh, had swords. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're at that scene on the Bifrost. Yeah, because those two women were the two women that were in the Bifrost mm-hmm. with uh, Scourge. Yeah, yeah. And they were brandishing their swords. Yeah. So I mean, I like that. I like that they brought a little bit more of that in. Um, but yeah, you kind of go against your own canon at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing I did like about the Valkyries is that really stylized memory that we saw. Yes. that It reminded me so much of like the 300. Yeah, it, a little bit. It was, it was Zack Snyder-esque. But um, you, I had seen parts of that in the previews mm-hmm. and it looked so fucking extra. And again, it looked like that really kind of. I, I don't. I was know like, that, I hope that's not the tone of the film. I don't it wasn't. know. I don't know the term for it, but that that almost soft lens. You saw that a lot on yeah. um, the Dark Elves planet in uh, Dark World, and so I was really worried. But when we saw it in context, it was like, oh, it was a memory. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. got this really visually. Well, it, it was gorgeous. Very slow motion. Mm-hmm. Very dreamlike. And it was very. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Like it, it was yeah, really pretty, true, but true. it wasn't. It didn't have to fit in with the rest of the movie because it was it would have been really weird. But I'm but they got it in and it was pretty. So kudos to Takia for being able to do something like that and it worked. It really did. Um so But I gotta say the Valkyrie's armor not great. Yeah, but you know what? It was full body. That's true. It was full body. Did it have boob cups though? I think it had boob cups. Yeah, but it was form fitting, so I think it would yeah. have to have boob cups. And she f- took her fucking hair down at the end. Valkyrie was great because she had her hair up the whole time and then she took it down at the end. You know why they take hair down for these women in these films? It's to cover up the stunt double. I know. We know this. Hella kicked ass without her hair in her face. But that was motion capture. I know. I know. So they could just, all they were doing was plastering Kate Blanchett's face onto the stunt double. So there you go. True. Anyway, so that brings us to Holt, since he's so tied up with, with Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, so in the Planet Hulk storyline, which is where they go to Sakaar. Yeah. Not the Grandmaster. Yeah. But the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, so the Incredible Hulk numbers one ninety uh, number 92 through 105. This is in 2006 to 2007. Uh, a S.H.I.E.L.D. commissioned space shuttle was sent to retrieve the Hulk because he went to go get some weapons called the god's eye weapon but that's, okay i don't want to get lost into that that's story. something else that's part of the planet hulk storyline um uh shield commission space shuttle was sent to retrieve the hulk or so he believed i'm assuming it was probably a quinjet See, <laughs> seizing the opportunity to be rid of the hulk a group of superheroes known as the illuminati who are a bunch of assholes by the way right right decided to jettison the shuttle into space to a planet with no intelligent life forms unfortunately there was a navigational error jesus and the hulk landed on sakar okay 
a place full of barbarian tribes, gladiator battles, and ruled over by a corrupt empire. Okay. The planet was situated near a portal. <gasps> the devil's anus? Which gave it access to several different cultures and technologies. The trip made him vulnerable, and it wasn't long before he was subjugated by the Red King. Hulk was forced to fight, but he eventually brought peace to the savage planet. And Aww. he did have the obedience disc. Okay. Okay. So that So Hulk had it canon. instead of Thor. Well, Hulk had one in, I think it didn't, they didn't explicitly show it. He didn't take it out whenever Thor deactivated him. Oh, well, okay. Because he was just Hulk. He was happy. He oh. was happy hulking out and killing things and whatnot. Um, now, the Grandmaster did later, but this is much later. Um, this was in the Defenders story uh, slash Offenders War that the Grandmaster and Hulk made a deal. Okay. If Hulk chose to participate in a game and won, Grandmaster would bring his love, Jarella, back to life because while on Sakaar, Hulk had a wife and unborn child. Oh, God, that hurts. It was terrible. Glad they didn't do that. No. Thanks, Takia. Uh, Hulk agreed and was told he could pick a group of allies within the game. So, I mean, he was... But the Grandmaster is all tied up in games and whatnot. That right. starts leading on to the Red Hulk storyline. Okay. Um, So they are... I mean, it's just... It's They're, it's connected, but it's really loose. The, the Marvel canon is like a buffet, and they just pick and choose what they want to use. They truly do. And um, make a plate. But I like it. Oh, I do too. Because um, I like what they're, they're not, doing with they're it. Not I tied see where to they're coming from. Problematic storylines that may not 100% work. Well, it's just they one, pick what they want and mm -hmm. then put it, put it together in a more pleasing way. Well, when the MC or a more palatable. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, more movie, palatable for moviegoers. Yeah. Because comics, I mean, they've got You go, can't those spend 20 minutes years. explaining. No. some of this stuff um but i mean like when we first started with like iron man i mean that was boom straight out of one comic which was yeah for me was was incredible but now we're so all over the place yeah it, it's kind of insane so um somehow in here i've skipped over scourge but we'll go back to him in a second because this is far more squeal um oh can i just say that we squeal worthy canonically have loki saying into the anus yes i would yes, just we do like just to just bask in that because when he was he's i was like oh my god he said that it's so dumb yeah we're, we're and gonna, he said it with a straight face yes he did tom good job bless tom. him is a great straight he is man. an actor he is classically trained he is he's he's incredible um god oh, they were so funny in this um but uh but this is your korg canon Shut up! I so love him. On Sakor, he was one. Of, he's actually on Sakor. Uh, oh my he's god! In Incredible Hulk Volume Two, Number Ninety Three. He's so and the fact that it's Takia, um, and he's like with a broad New Zealand accent. It's so great it's, and stupid. He is hilarious. Uh, his little buddy, oh, is also uh, Mike. Mike uh, Mig M I E K. Okay, Mick is how it's spelled. Mick. Uh, he's in issue number 92. He is a Sakaar native. He's an insectoid. Okay. He is a hermaphrodite. Okay. So the eggs that he lays. Those those are eggs then. He does lay eggs, but the hatchlings never survive. I love it because he's, he's like, uh, what's going on there? <laughs> and from what I read about him. Okay, so in Thor Ragnarok, Korg is like, you know, I accidentally stepped on him. So I've been carrying around his corpse for a while. And he's, oh, he's still alive. He's alive. 
in canon he dies but then he comes he's back so and i'm not really sure what happened there so okay. i wonder if that's a kind a, of a nod to a that. nod to we don't know but here he is yeah um but yeah that's all on sakar that's part of the the planet hulk and i really want those two characters he was just going forward so stupidly funny and i love doug he's like hey he's, new doug hey new doug but he's like uh sounds like you have a very special and intimate relationship with the hammer and then he was like it pulled you off <laughs> how did they get away with that it was just so stupid and oh, he was God. so funny he was so good um New and yet he and he, he didn't provided, print enough pamphlets he provided a lot of uh exposition in a he good did. funny way to where it wasn't like he truly did uh, i know i didn't print enough pamphlets didn't oh my god so and there there is footage of him running around in the, the in the suit in the suit with a cardboard cutout to, of, to bring of the, the height. head yeah. for the height yeah. back up behind his So the head. actors have a reference. Yeah. And so you see Chris looking up yeah. here. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. He was. He was. Oh and I love God. the, I love the, uh, could you please clean the equipment after you're done with it? There's brains in this. Oh, like, I know. Just I know. The, and there's a cut scene of Thor holding an actual, like, A hammer, little, like, earth. A hammer, hammer. Like and it a, looks so tiny. Yes. In his huge... Huge chance we did get the obligatory shirt. shirtless scene. Um, and Caitlin, uh, I am legally obligated to mention that uh, all the Thor shirtless scenes have been made with the female gaze in mind. She wanted. Oh, me, she thought that was very important to bring is. up. We do have it is very important from, from her and Claire. So yeah, we'll get to that. Um, <coughs> oh, I totally agree. Um, but I'm just so impressed at how he was able to. Um, play Korg although he's not he's only in a handful of scenes so it's not that big of a deal but to do that and still direct yeah always and I like when I heard that he was a character I was like "Mm." yeah but Korg I was like yeah but this could be really one of those where the director thinks it's a good idea just because they want to be in it but then it's like but he's a canonical character though no not the character himself but the fact that he was playing oh yeah no I, I get what you're saying I was worried but it was so stupid and I loved it. Oh, the whole and it movie was, was fun. so stupid. And I, I just, I adored that. Oh, I do too. And and Mark Ruffalo, because we just kind of glossed, over, glossed over that real quick. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's my fault. I just really wanted to get to the cor- the Korg that he really, he really is a character. <laughs> um, he really does look like that. Um, but Mark Ruffalo, he, he is so funny. He really is. He is so, so funny. And, and, and Thor trying, oh, the sun's going down. It's getting oh real Oh, my low. God. Oh, my God. If he said it one more time. It was so funny because Thor has grown a lot. We've seen Thor go from that really bombastic asshole. He's not all the way there yet. No. And so Thor never really understood what was happening with sun's getting real low. He just, <sighs> it's like he heard those words and he's like, I don't have to really worry about that because that's not me. And so he just kept throwing this out like... Well, he's trying to keep the Hulk calm. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see in his limited understanding where he's coming from. Yeah, and it was just really funny that he completely misinterpreted it. But also, it was such a fun jab at Whedon oh, fix and it, Ultron. Fix. fix it, fix. It was so fix it, funny. Fix. They've become self-aware. Oh, my God. It was... It, oh. they, but they this, did still do the shot of... Of her. Of Nat, yeah. But Uh, I like that they kind of, they addressed it and they kind of made fun of it without being non-canon compliant. uh Um, So I thought that was really well done. Okay, um, but also another fix-it-fic. 
Yeah. The Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. Fake. One word. <laughs> one scene. It was two so, seconds. It was so perfect. Fixed it. So perfect. Because everybody's been going on. How on earth does he get the gauntlet? When, when it's, it's an sitting Asgard. in Asgard's fake. And bulk. she just knocks it over. So great. But she also brings attention to the Tesseract. And we uh, see Loki with it later. Yeah. And it's just, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But the whole movie just fix it. Fix fix that. Yeah. Fix that. It fix was that, so smart in that, that way. Uh oh, it was so good. Um but also I, I feel legally obligated okay. to point out that Bruce Banner yeah. has a bigger crotch than Tony Stark. Canonically. Canonically. And they kept bringing attention to it. Why does Tony wear his pants so tight? <laughs> and I love it because he's like, Is Tony here? And he's like, No. 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 What? You dressed me up like him. And he's like, yeah, because you were naked. He's, he's like, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I just, it's fair. It was so stupid. Um, and I love the, the, the most powerful Avenger. Strong. The strongest. Strongest Avenger. Strongest Avenger. Point break. Point break. Damn it, yes! Stark. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Welcome, strongest Avenger. And Thor's like, really? Really? Seriously? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a constant yes. ego uh, between so, the two that's why it was so fun to put these two together oh it was okay but bruce banner's um uncelebrated power is getting green gunk off of his face in the snap of immediately. a finger from one because he got and most of his i mean there was a they, little bit dusting maybe on that's his jacket the, but well now i could buy that from tony stark's suit though it's self-cleaning that's that's probably true but i mean like it was all up in his hair and his mm -hmm. face and then just the next scene whoosh, gone yeah uh, i thought that was <sighs> yeah whatever um but so, I, yeah. I love that, that Thor simultaneously at one point was like, no, I like I, Hulk. I like you way more than Banner. And then Banner, I like you way more than Hulk. Oh, and uh, speaking of the female gaze, uh, one naked Hulk. Yes. We got green butt. We did. We got Hulk ass. And it was kind of great. It kind of was. And I love that Thor had to look at Hulk junk. And he's like, nah, it's not going to be able to erase that. <laughs> that was oh, great. Um, I'm, <sighs> I'm not even going to talk about the hair. Um, okay. Not, not. not I'm gonna, happy about no, it. No, no. I think it's no, awesome. No, Would you please do the same fucking thing to Loki? I kept hoping that they were going to cut Loki's hair. He at least washed it in the last decade. He Come did. On. Baby he, steps. Baby steps. Baby, baby steps. So that was our Stan Lee uh, cameo. cameo. Yep. Yes. Was, was the haircut. Um. But we do know that he filmed several in a row. Yes. Way back when. Uh, so we totally skipped over Scourge. He's really a minor character. He's a minor Although character he was, in this, too. I, he was more minor than I actually realized. Well, that's what I'm saying. Much minor, but they, like in the previews, he was like, oh, ho, ho. But yeah. he was a much minor character yeah. um, than we expected him to be. But Carl Urban, so yeah. awesome. Uh, he is canonically Executioner. He is an Earth 616 character. Okay. Um, I don't have an issue here oh here it is uh oh he's from 1964 though oh wow he goes way back too yeah he does um but he is considered he is the illegitimate son of a storm giant and a scornhelm goddess okay Damn. um so he is while well as guardians are typically strong yeah uh he's a little stronger than he's a little more jacked up than but normal that, it has to do with his you know storm giant I did like that, that we got little hints that he wasn't 100% okay with what Hela was doing. 
No, he really wasn't. Um, so it wasn't just at the end he turns on her and it's like Kel Surprise. Um, so like I bought that. Plus, he was a little bit of a not a coward, that's the wrong word. Um, he was a little bit of a turncoat because when he got back on the ship, he was just gonna disguise himself and uh he was just gonna try to sneak aboard and not face the consequences of working with Hella. But then he's like, Oh fuck, I gotta do the right thing. So there was there was some a little bit more character to it, but yeah, he was not in it as much as I thought he would be. No, he really was. I thought he would have more of a a, a storyline, but he really yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Um. Uh, see, he was he was one of Asgard's greatest warriors. Yep. Um. He later became a warrior, gaining the name Executioner after fighting in a war against the Storm Giants. That double headed axe. Yeah. Is his weapon one of his weapons? Yeah. Um, I think you he... mean Dest and Roy. No, that's a totally different <laughs> weapon. Uh, he was seduced by Amora the Enchantress, uh, assisting her in many of her schemes over the years. Okay. Uh, but while the executioner was so infatuated with the Enchantress that he would do anything for her, she continually withheld her favors from him to keep him in thrall. Oh, that's... Dun, dun, dun. That's mean. Uh, if you're not going to sleep with him, just tell him so. He's allied with Loki from time to time because he's a little As shit. many people are. Uh, so, um, Scourge is part of Hela's undead horde. Attack Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man along with undead versions of Bor, Desi, and a bunch of other people. Okay. So he was uh, tied with her. So I don't know why they really even brought him in. Um, I guess so Hela had somebody to talk to. Possibly, but so why? So she wasn't just monologuing? But why him? Why this character? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't get that. Um, he's a longtime antagonist of Thor and other heroes of the Marvel Universe. He was a member of the original Masters of Evil. Eventually joined the hordes of Asgard in a mission to Hell, where he sacrificed his axe to destroy Nagalfar, the ship of the dead, and delay Ragnarok. Okay. Uh, sacrificed his life to hold the bridge at... Blah, blah, blah. So the heroes could escape the forces of hell. Ah. After a time trapped in hell, he joined the honored dead in Valhalla. Well, the bridge, the... I Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's... They took the bones of it. Yeah, so there's a little bit of it, too, so... Yeah. He wasn't a complete throwaway character. No. Um, but to, for a name like Carl Carl Urban, Urban yeah, yeah. I mean, geez, so... That's why it surprised me how small his part yeah, was. I know, right? But then again, but people that, are like clamoring that, to get an MCU. But that... Yeah, I know, right? He probably... You do it for less pay just yeah. to be just in to it. Just to be in it, yeah. Um, but, the, like, those markings on his head, that's the, all canon. Yeah. yeah. So, and he's huge. He's yeah. like uh, 1,100 pounds. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's huge. I mean, yeah. they all weigh because it's all muscle and yeah. Huge and they're whatever. God, they're super. Basically. They're super. They Thanks for super. asking. So yeah. Uh, so that's. I mean, there's a bunch of other characters that appeared, but that's those are the bigs. Uh, Topaz is a canon character, yep. but I didn't get too far into her. Although she was great. Yeah, she was. I love Rachel House. Oh, she's I, hilarious. I did want to ask you. Um, I was kind of confused. Okay, because I'll do my best. The Grandmaster's cousin. Okay, number one. Kind of surprised that the Grandmaster has a cousin that seemed to be, like, a normal dude. He didn't look that normal to me, but okay. No, I mean normal as far as, like, mortal and not, like, mm, jacked up okay. elder. And I wasn't clear why he killed him. He betrayed him or something. I know, I but, like, I I don't know. I, I don't almost... think it was really important. Um, I think they just needed the scare for the staff. 
Yeah. To show that Grandmaster was capable of that. Yeah, the writing wasn't entirely yeah. that tight. So I'm, I don't even see him credited. He, I know that actor, though. I'm trying to find who he was. But yeah, bless movies for just letting Jeff Goldblum be Jeff Goldblum. I know. Because he's just, that's... amazing and weird and hilarious. Oh, the voice of Sertor was... Um, Clancy. Clancy Brown. Yeah, who uh, our Sleepy Hollow listeners will know was Sheriff yeah. Corbin. Cousin Carlo? Yeah, yeah. Played by Stephen Oliver. I don't... Oh, I don't know who that is. I don't either. Yeah, that's his only... Huh. But yeah. He, he looked real familiar, though. So, uh, it's so that was fun. Uh, what else? Uh, well, we can go into, do you want to go into trivia? Uh, oh, yeah, before we go any further, I do want to remind people how they can get us feedback for future Marvel things. Um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And if you don't want to remember any of that, um, you can just go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, and there's links to our social medias at the bottom of the homepage. Yeah, you can. And while you're there, check out our other podcast, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., speaking of. It's just about to start It's about to start in, in, on December 1st. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be recording shortly thereafter. So Yeah. And there will be a preview cast soon. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> we're planning on it. If we don't die. Yeah. So uh, check all of that out. Uh, your support is also appreciated. There's a link on our homepage that says throw money at us. Yep. Um, we won't say no to that. No, we won't because it helps pay for us to go to the movies. And storage ain't free. No, it ain't. And hosting isn't either. No, we've got a lot to keep storing here. Yeah. So, yeah. Because uh, we want you guys to be able to listen to these podcasts at any time you want. Absolutely. So, um... Anything else? Uh, no, that was all I wanted to mention okay. before we plow th- forward. Okay, I'm going to run through the trivia okay. uh, real quick because we've got a lot of feedback to get to, and I want yeah, to get we do. to that. Yeah, we do. I do want to mention that the Thor's friend from work line yes. uh, is from a Make-A-Wish child who got to visit the set. That's amazing. That was so great. So uh, and it does say here 80% of the dialogue in the film was improvised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kate Blanchett accepted a role in this movie to please her children. Good, good job, mom. Uh, Plus, female female MCU villain. Like, I live for that shit. Yeah, we don't have enough of them. Uh, it was the what is the director's name? You can say Takia. Takia. Um, before the sets created for Marvel's Doctor Strange were demolished, she took advantage of them by writing and filming a scene for Ragnarok during uh, featuring Thor meeting Doctor Strange. Yeah, that was great. Uh, so that was, he just barely got in there. But it was enough that it wasn't, I don't know, it just, because when I heard he was going to be in it, I was like, nah, I don't know how I'm going to like this. Um, although we did not get Homeless Odin. Like No, there were scenes he filmed. He spotted but... film, filming and he looked homeless. Anthony Hopkins was there when they were, it was uh, Gold Coast Australia was, I think was uh, standing in for... New York, uh-huh. where they did all the street stuff, um, and Odin was spotted there, but I don't know if that was a misdirect, or uh, that was just cut out, or I, I'm not really I'm sure. I'm guessing it got cut, because they filmed so much that gets But I would not put it past them to film stuff that's not... That's true. ...and just troll us. That's true. Um, Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song appears in the film, yes. which is a big deal. Yeah, they don't license a lot. They really don't. Um, according to producer Kevin Feige, this film plays a significant role in setting up Infinity War. Yes. But what is and what isn't? Yeah. 
yes, that was pure imagination. That yeah. was playing in the Grandmaster scene. Which was stupid and great. <clears throat> um, Tessa based her performance as Valkyrie on Sarah Connor. Oh, okay. Terminator 2. Okay. Very specifically. Uh, she was great. I really, really enjoyed Valkyrie more than, I mean, I was excited for it, but I enjoyed her even more than I thought I would because she was so much fun. She wasn't the, the female warrior wet blanket. Cause sometimes Sif can be a fucking wet blanket. Yeah, she can, but that's part of her charm. Yeah. So, uh, there's a street on Sakaar that's named Kirby way. Oh, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, Kate Blanchett's youngest son is in the movie. A cameo. He has a cameo. Who was he? I doesn't say. Okay, that's interesting. In the comics, in North Myth, Valkyrie was a foul-skinned blonde Viking warrior woman, and this film was played by Afro Panamanian. Huh. Tessa Thompson. Afro P A N A M A N I A N. I have never heard that term in my life. Oh, unless it means partially from Panama? I don't know. I have never heard that term. Maybe we should look that up. Hold on. Okay. Uh P A N A M I A N P A N A M A N I a N. Yes, an ethnicity from uh Panama. From Panama. Yay. Okay, so she's Okay, cool, cool. She's multiracial. Charlize was considered for the role of Hella. I mean, she would have been great too, but we've also seen her do Murder Queen before. True. And I still haven't seen Atomic Blonde, which I do need to see that like is real terrible. Bad. Mm. Uh but yeah, I I really enjoyed Kate Blanchett. <laughs> In the comics, uh, Topaz was a sorceress. Okay. She was... Man, I feel like if you put Topaz in charge instead of Grandmaster, who I feel is flighty and easily changes his... Because he's crazy. He's kind of crazy. Um, I feel like if you put Topaz in charge, shit would have gotten done differently. Valkyrie carries the designation... I was wondering where this came from. Designation of SR-142. Okay. In the Marvel Comics, Valkyrie was briefly a mortal woman named Samantha Parrington, who served as an adversary for the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk number 142. Oh, that's so that's There's where her scrapper number came from. Yes. That's great. I knew it was somewhere. I love that. That was great. Uh, having directed the first film, Kenneth Branagh turned down the chance to return as this film's director in order to work on Mor Murder on the Orient Express. I think that's good. I think, I don't know, I think, I think that tone change was necessary not and not just not just because of the dark world but the mcu well, he in didn't general do dark world no he didn't okay but i think i think takia was needed for the tone change because it's not just even the change from dark world which was so fucking extra but the mcu as a whole needs a little bit more brevity um the captain america movies are so fucking dark um all the avengers movies are getting darker iron man has hurt um, with Civil War and all that. So I think this was needed. Um, oh, so yeah. I'm kind of glad Kenneth couldn't do it. Although I did I did read that Tom offered to direct the second one. Aww. And at this point, like, I kind of think that might have been better. Possibly. <laughs> or he could have tanked it and gotten blamed for it. True. Uh, the code name for this movie was Creature Report. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. Yeah. Okay, here's the spoiler. Spoilery stuff, which... Surprise. 
we're over an hour in, and if you didn't know that we were spoiling things, I, I feel bad for you. Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins had decided against returning as Odin, but upon reading the story, changed his mind. Yeah, because he flat out said... He was like, no, I'm not coming After back. Dark World, he was like, Odin is dead. Odin is dead. I am done. I am done with this shit. Um, he was kind of grumpy about it, because Anthony Hopkins is generally kind of grumpy about things. Um, so yeah, they, they want him over and got him back, which I think they was did. good. Because they needed to close his story like definitely because it was left too much up in the air yeah what well, it also gave us the opening to bring hella exactly so, exactly uh da, 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 the grandmaster's tower features statues of his champions yeah figures from the comics yep aries uh-huh beta ray bill whose name kept popping up in all these guardians Ragnarok. well he's also pops up in the ragnarok storyline yeah he's he's very guardian centric too he beat uh thor in a battle Oh, okay. Uh, the supernatural entity Man-Thing and the android monster the Bi-Beast. Okay. That's okay. who those characters are. Interesting. And they were in the process of building Hulk's face. As most Infinity Stones have been identified within the MCU, fans speculated that the complete Infinity Gauntlet scene in Odin's vault must have either been a replica <laughs> created by Odin or a continuity gap. This movie addresses the gap and answers the question. It was so great. Fake! Fake. And she just knocks it over. I was like, oh, man, Hela doesn't give any fucks. Mm-hmm. I just, I really loved Hela. I thought she uh, she was just. We know most of this was filmed in Australia and New yes. Zealand. Okay. Yes. With, uh, not uh, Atlanta. No. Although there was some, I think, filmed in Atlanta. Because I did see in the credits that there was an Atlanta unit. Uh, but some it was, of the, yeah. It was primarily filmed. Like the street scenes. Yeah. Because. Uh, no, the yeah. street stuff was in Australia. Was it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because we got a picture of that fucking black suit and I died. I was like, Johnny, look at this. It killed me. Scourge carries out his last stand, Thor number 162. Okay. I'm oh, sorry, 362. Oh, okay. Where he fended off Hela's army at the cost of his life to save Thor and his friends. Okay. Just not. I that tracks. Was, yeah. With his giant machine guns. As his hammer was destroyed by Hella Thor is said to have a sledgehammer hammer for later films. Mm. Said to be called Stormbreaker. That's rumor. Okay. Uh, the spaceship in the mid credit scene is the Sanctuary 2, which is Thanos's ship. Okay. God, it was huge. It was so huge. Watch uh, Thor get like, uh, he's going to get uh, anxiety over ship size. I'm surprised he didn't feel inadequate with when he saw Hulk pain, but you know. Oh God, I totally forgot Dame, Matt Damon played Loki in Dogma. Oh, I did too. Oh no, I totally. Oh, forgot. I forgot about that. Oh jeez. Oh, bring Which it back. Which, if you've around. not seen Dogma, please go see it. You have it's got so good. to see it. It is so so hilarious. It's so good. Loki and Bartleby. I know. Oh my god, that's and god funny. God is Alanis Morissette. And God is Alanis Morissette. Spoilers. It's funny though because Ben Affleck is in the DC universe and now Matt Damon is in the MCU. That is pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, that's uh, that's all the trivia stuff. I'm not going to give yeah. you goose because those get tend to get those real, get tedious. Ugh. Like why? Yeah. I just want to get to feedbacks. Yeah. So feedback, feedback. I'm working on it. My phone wants to. Uh, starred. So much feedback. Oh my gosh. Um, 
This goes back to early October before the movie was released, but I really wanted to get this in there. Okay. This is from Chris. Okay. Uh, who was a huge Loki fan. Yeah. As well. Uh, and this is a rant. Okay. So I'm not sure how well this still tracks. Okay. We shall see. Uh, we do have regular feedback from her too. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so something I've noticed in the ad campaign for Ragnarok is this notion that Hela is the first female villain in the MCU. Yeah. Does anyone else look at that and go, huh? Maybe the first female villain in the MCU films. Yes. Let me quickly say I'm already sold on Hela. I'm probably going to come out with a new favorite villainess. So this is not about any personal bias against the god of death, depending on what she does to my precious little shit. Yep. But this book push that Hela is the first female MCU villain feels more than a little disingenuous, particularly to MCU television fans who have been jerked around by Marvel. Yeah. AOS has Reyna, Agent Carter had Dottie Underwood, and Whitney Frost in the Defender series has Madame Gao, Sigourney Weaver's character. Luke Cage had, um... And Mariah Dillard. Mariah, yeah. I'd be much more willing to accept Hela as the first female MCU film villain because Nebula and Maya Hassan could argue to have redeemed themselves by now. Yeah, I didn't, Nebula wasn't the... Plus, Nebula wasn't the main baddie. Uh, after all, it was Marvel who pushed the whole It's All Connected when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out. This yeah. dropping of Hella pretty much ignores any part of the TV MCU and is rather insulting. I'm trying to avoid saying it feels deliberate. Well, we do know there was a break uh, between TV and movie. Um, I feel like some of that's being repaired. Um, but, yeah, there, there, there was a break. They're not touting the It's All Connected with TV anymore. Um, and honestly, no. I think they're keeping TV around just to keep Marvel in people's faces more um, more often because S.H.I.E.L.D. is not doing great in the ratings. No, but this last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the only reason it got renewed is because Disney said, uh, you're renewing it. And yeah. ABC said, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, so. yeah, I, there is a break. Uh, and it, I do feel a difference than when S.H.I.E.L.D. first started out. And it oh, sucks. yeah. And it's it's costing them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not even just S.H.I.E.L.D., just Netflix. They're ignoring it. Yeah, well, the Netflix, Disney starting their own streaming service has got Netflix all up in an uproar. So we're just going to have to see how that goes. Because the Netflix shows have always made reference to the movies, but the movies don't make reference to the Netflix Correct. stuff. Correct. So, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is from Jimmy. Okay. Uh, and these are his bullet points. Uh, the first one is bullets. <gasps> yeah. Uh, the second one, Dr. Strange was in the movie, but he was only there for like five minutes. I wish he was there a little longer, but what we did get was great. I like how he messed with Loki so he could get a second <laughs> to talk to Thor like a, quote, big kid. Yeah. I've been falling for 30 minutes. Oh, my God. That was amazing. And I feel like if Loki had been on his toes and been in a battle situation, I feel like he could have gone toe to toe magic wise. Mm -hmm. But he was caught off guard and it was so funny. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And the calling card was just. Yes. So extra. Because Stephen Strange. Oh, I'm sorry. He still extra. calls himself doctor. And every time he says it, I'm like, you're not practicing. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a degree. True. But he makes it sound he, like he's a doctor of magic and he's not. He earned that degree. <laughs> That's true. There are a lot of things, you know, you can have a PhD without being a medical doctor. I know. <laughs> I just have to argue. That's fine. I know you do. Uh, when Hela shows up, she kills the Warriors 3. We didn't see Sif. Do you know whether or not she kicked the bucket with them? She did not. She, she was just not. not in the movie. Uh, if you don't see it on screen, didn't happen. Yep. Hella was hella badass. See what I did there? Yeah, I did. Her ability to create weapons really made her a big threat. Also, huge twist with her being Thor's sister. Is that part in the comics? No. 
No. We've discussed that. No. Also, a bit of a sidetrack, I'm pretty sure that in either the comic mythology or both, Loki is the father of the huge wolf. You are correct, yep. sir. Yep. That is Hela's brother. When Hela is going through the treasure room, she knocks down the gauntlet. The Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> calls it fate, fixing one of the major plot holes in the universe. When yep. she pa- I bet everybody's going to have that in their email. I love it. Uh, when she passes the Tesseract and says, ooh, that's not bad, she knows it's true power. Yep. Also, we're true power. Like, like a, a magazine. magazine. Well, I don't even remember what scene that was in that movie, but where she we said, both said where it. Where she said... True, I'm true power. You want to see what true power looks something. And we were both like, with true power like a magazine? Yeah. Uh, I found Loki much more enjoyable in this movie. I don't know what about him never clicked, but this time he was really interesting to me. Okay. My only complaint is at the end he survived. Sorry, but... What? The whole of Asgard exploded. Ain't no way he survived the lava monster and the explosion of Alderaan. I don't know. Maybe he did some tomfoolery to survive it. Jesus, I'll see myself out. Loki's a little shit, and Loki's a survivor. He gonna all get he his ass out. Was, all he had to do was trans because he can like transport himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can teleport. Blank, blank. You know, snip, snip. All he had to do was drop the helmet in the fire and then get the fuck out before you know the worst happened. Uh, Sakar was pretty. Was very pretty looking, in my opinion. I mean, it was full of trash. I mean, but it was a trash good planet. Doing it. <laughs> I liked how it was a huge hodgepodge of aliens and beings from cultures all over the realms. Yep. Valkyrie was my favorite character in the movie. Okay. I'm I see a that. huge fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the ideas of all women armies of warriors reminds me of the Slayer Army at the end of the series. Oops, spoiler for a show that came out over 10 years ago. Yeah. Her backstory was pretty devastating and her being drunk and passing out in her first appearance was pretty funny. That was great. I feel like she is the replacement for Sif. However, she is much better than Sif, yes. I think. Yeah, she's way better than... Because they never really developed Sif. Sif no, was she was always... developed more in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. than she ever was in Thor. Yeah, she's been... In the film, she's been very two-dimensional. Uh, this was also my favorite variation of the Hulk we've seen so far. He was really funny and is more of a character than we usually see him. Even yeah. the scene with Black Widow made me feel for him something I didn't expect to come from the relationship. Yeah. Hemdall was a badass in the story, and that's all I really have to say about him. He's amazing. Odin's spirit talk with Thor reminded me of the scene with Dumbledore in Harry Potter 7 when he is killed by Voldemort. Spoiler for a book slash movie that came out over five years ago. <laughs> Uh, Asgard is D-E-D. It is uh, a Mount Alderaan and Scarif in the deceased planets. And the explosion kind of sucks since Asgard was my favorite location in the MCU. And now is a pile of space dust floating in a void. Yeah. But it's, but that's the thing. It was expensive to render. Yeah. Because that was all CGI. Yeah. So I feel like they were simultaneously getting rid of an expensive effect. <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, Thanos' ship is so big, oh my god. Yeah. Thor and Loki and the rest of fake Asgard is screwed. Yep. The last end credits scene sucked. Did you guys understand it? Because I didn't. The Grandmaster? I think so. It, it, I don't get that because he's immortal. What danger was he in? Yeah, and to me it felt like a waste of a, an end credit scene. This was like a Howard the Duck situation where I was like, really? That's what you waste my end credit on? But Jeff Goldblum. But Jeff Goldblum, who is amazing. And I think they just wanted a little more Jeff Goldblum. Probably. Uh, where is the last Infinity Stone? I thought it was Hemdall, and I guessed it can still be since they really utilized his soul speaking powers in this, but I guess we'll see later. Our current theory is Black Panther. I do like the theory that Heimdall has or is the soul stone, but I don't think Heimdall is going to be at all involved in Black Panther. So I think it's going to be something in Wakanda. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be White Panther. I think it's going to be... When we saw the trailer in his suit turn purple, mm-hmm. we're like, oh. It's going to be some kind of Wakandian relic of some sort or, like, because they make a big deal about Wakanda being technologically advanced um, secretly. Uh, so I think they'll they'll it will have been something like oh yeah we've had this stone and we, it's got it's powerful we've been protecting it that kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Also, what happened to the tesseract? Did it get thrown off into space when Asgard went kaplooey? We no, think Loki we think it. Loki has it. Loki uh, took also, it. I want the Infinity War trailer. Yes, we all do. Better yep. get it in the Last Jedi. Oh, didn't think about I that. I would wet myself. Uh, here are some really good questions. Are you still doing Inhumans? We currently do not have time to fit it into our schedule. Yeah. We do want to see it, and we well, perhaps will do I it. I think that's overstating it. I, well, I still want to see it. I'm not <sighs> excited to see it. There's yeah. a difference. Oh, that's I true. I do want that's to see true. it. Uh, do you know when you get around to doing Iron Fist and the Defenders? Uh, TBD. It's going to be a minute. It's going to be a minute. TBD. Like 2018 a minute. I, I understand you all want it, but... TBD. That's a we, lot of TV to ingest and then to spit out into a coherent podcast. Um, here's a Jimmy's follow-up email. Uh, how did Loki survive? Is that going to happen to the Tesseract? I'm not sure if I was supposed to get this right off the bat, but I didn't. I think Loki took the Tesseract and used yep. it to teleport away from Asgard before it blew up. Yes. Now, what does he do with the Tesseract? He's hiding is up to him, but I have a sinking feeling he'll use it to do some not-so-good things. The other things I want to do is make up for some new post credit scenes since the Grandmaster one kind of sucked. Meeting between the Collector and the Grandmaster. Ooh, yeah. That would they be, refer to That's what I was kind of, I was kind of hoping for a Collector cameo. Maybe Lady Sif on some realm doing something heroic because she called for the Bifrost and it never comes. I doesn't even know all her friends are dead. Asgard blew up. They would have done something with Sif, but they couldn't get Jamie Alexander. Yeah, they just, I mean, whether or not she comes back is probably going to depend on scheduling. Yeah. If Marvel at some point wanted to bring Hela back, they could show the wreckage of Asgard and have Hela's crown flow by the camera. Yeah. If they want to go for laughs, they could have used an Earth-based science nerd such as Eric Selvig or a space-based one such as uh, someone to look through a telescope and say that was a big explosion. I missed Eric Selvig and I missed Darcy. I was okay with Jane not being there, but I miss those two. They're they're too much fun. Uh, he really hopes there's a better tie into the Agents of Shield. I know there won't be anything good, but ideas. Uh, top two of the most doable. The last one is if we lived in a perfect MCU. Reference Asgard to someone who is a high up in the space space, and they can go. Uh, I don't think they can help us right now. <laughs> in a monitor room of the space space, because they're supposed to be in space. Yeah, the space space. You could have a picture of the Asgard wreckage. Yeah, actually have the space space send them to Asgard where they look for remaining artifacts. One. Uh, one could be one of Hela's swords or a piece of her crown. Yeah. It all depends on the nature of what they're doing in space. Yep. Uh, this is from Greg who uh, says Thor Ragnarok Black Panther better be good. Okay. Let me start by saying I just saw the new Thor movie and I absolutely love movies based on comic book characters, even the ones most people hate. And don't think I'm going to add this to my home movie catalog as soon as I can. However, as far as MCU movies go, Thor Ragnarok is quickly plummeting to the bottom of the list the more I think about it. Hmm. He did not like it. Uh, problem number one, where in the Asgardian fuck was the great lady Sif? We've explained she was not yeah. able to make the movie, so I'm not going to go over that. We've got way too much feedback and we're running way over, so... Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to have to do some skipping. 
Uh, problem number two, in spite of the fact that Hogan got more time in this movie than the last Thor movie, what the fuck killing the Warriors 3 in the first 10 minutes? They die. They were clean. Yeah. In the comics. It's it's canon, and I, I do think they were cleaning house character-wise. Uh, I don't mind them dying in Asgardian death and ascending to Valhalla, but how about in the climactic finale? Uh, Vol- Volstag and Fandral died like they were nobodies. Was, yeah, I, I think that, that was kind of the point, though. I think it was Hela was so fucking powerful yeah, I think that it- she killed them like they were nothing. <clears throat> I agree. I agree. I mean, I see where he's coming from, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, problem number three, nothing Odin di- said seemed to have weight it was intended to have. It's like when you open a fortune cookie expecting to find some <laughs> profound Confucianism <laughs> and some vague-ass saying that could apply to any and everything. Yeah. Uh, the way Odin just disappropriated like a Harry Potter character was anticlimactic, and Loki seemed sadder than Thor did. Hella gave them like 10 seconds to mourn. Well, yeah. Hella is a bitch, so... <laughs> Neil. Uh, can we just... I love the fact that she that she did the whole Neil thing. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. It was great. Last major problem. So did the writers and producers of this movie hear the whiny movie fans complain about all the quippiness in the MCU and say, fuck those guys. We're going to make a movie that's nothing but an hour and a half of jokes and gags. No, no, no. Okay. Um, it was No. They decided, Thor The Dark World was depressing they and des- nobody liked it. They made a decided change to uh, to go with a different tone. So that was all very deliberate. Apparently, the joke after joke, quip after gag guide was not that wasn't. in his bag, yeah. which is, that's fine. That's it's, cool. And everything is for everybody. It's fine. Yeah. I think this movie marks the beginning of me being over Jeff Goldblum. Oh, wow. Uh, you're just wrong. <laughs> I didn't even mention his brother, the collector. We'll always have Independence Day, though. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Independence Day is, is, is most, uh, of course, he references Jurassic Park in that movie, too. So it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, this goes for everything movie or TV show we discuss. Adding a hot chick to the cast does not make the absence of other attractive women that, women that were already a part of the original cast. Okay, I understand you're bitter about Sif. I'm sorry Jamie Alexander could not make the film. She was supposed to be in it. She couldn't she make it. She wasn't just there to be an attractive female, though. I agree. So, okay. There's a second follow-up email, so I'm not sure what that one's about. Okay. On a similar note, I don't find Kate Blanchett to be attractive, but she looked good in this movie. Maybe I'm just attracted to evil female characters. That's, that's, that's a Hella thing. looked amazing. Uh, Hemdall didn't die. That's a plus. Korg seemed very unnecessary. I thought he was hilarious. Oh, I thought Korg was great. Uh, Queenie, the way you feel about Grandy and Gotham is how I felt about Hulk in this movie. Okay. That's. Greg, never that's watch fair. this movie again. That's fair. Just don't do it. Yeah. I will admit the Doctor Strange scene was amusing. Uh, if you've seen the leaked SDCC Infinity trailer, you you know what Loki has up his sleeve. I don't know that I I watched it. I, don't think I think I, I have was. Either. I think I was. I took a moral stand for like once in my life, and I was know. like, no, I'm not going to. Uh, forgive the extra email, but I sent in feedback too early just for clarification. I enjoyed the movie as I was watching it. However, by Monday. Saw it Friday. By Monday, it seemed the only person on the planet that's seen it and didn't absolutely love it. From my perspective, everyone's love of this movie is a bit too far. I'm glad people liked it, but really this much? Okay, yeah. Other people liked it. You didn't. It's okay. And I think it's not for me. One of the reasons I liked it so much more was because Dark World was such a fucking disaster. It was so different. So it was like, at this point, it's like when you're excited that your kid didn't smear poop on the wall. Like... It's a very low bar <laughs> at this point. Um, so, do have good things to say about it. The action was enjoyable, particularly the opening fight sequence. Uh, the cameos were funny. Mm-hmm. Luke Hemsworth, Sam Neill, Matt Damon. 
Hemdall was awesome. Not sure if Idris can do any wrong. He's the best arts as guardian, hands down. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's cannot true. argue with that. Cannot argue with that. Uh, I guess Idris Elba and Anthony Hopkins made it clear they weren't getting back in those armored costumes. As yep. I understand it, they both dislike that part about the two previous films. Yeah, I miss Darcy. I do too. And no soldier. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's fine if you didn't like it. I don't, you know. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Uh, so this is from Caitlin and Claire. Oh, and God help I us all. I know I'm running through these, but we're... Yeah. This movie, a.k.a. R.I.P. Our panties. Uh, Caitlin <laughs> and Claire again, this time split up by person. Oh, Jesus. Caitlin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you hear me screaming? Listen harder. It's there. How is Chris Hemsworth so pretty? Really? How is he and Kate Blanc? Okay. Yeah. Very specific kink. Conjuring <laughs> knives. Seriously, no, I'm lying. It's Idris Elba, him just existing, giant sword, sharing his powers. No, wait, it's Bandicoot Custard Bath uh, showing up, being hella more powerful. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So all that say, we've got some threads tied up with Hulk, but are we getting Banner back? Like, is he still too sad over Natasha, and is he perma-Hulk again because I miss Bruce? I don't think he's going to be perma-Hulk. No, they can't be rid of, of, of Mark Ruffalo that easy. No, no. That being said, I really did love the movie. Thor's haircut did things to me. I'm not going to talk about it. I know. Me too, Caitlin. Me too. Uh, I loved it. Uh, also loved that Loki is finally a little less greasy. Yeah. I didn't want shampoo. I didn't want to shampoo his hair for the whole movie, which is an improvement. <laughs> yeah, me Also like that this finally seemed to, I think this is supposed to be acknowledged, but there's a B in there. <laughs> um, that being a trickster means he can be good just as easily as he's bad. Yes. Finally, he's taking care of Thor. Yes. I love the trash people. They were dumb and perfect. It was a comedy of the film. Thor is like Superman in that he can become too powerful and therefore boring. But having it be funny like Deadpool, he can't really be killed, but you're not bored because he's silly and perfect. Yeah. How was Anthony Hopkins such a good actor? He's classically trained. That's yes. all. I could see Loki in him when he was Loki as Odin, and it was amazing. Also love that Thor lost his eye when he gained the wisdom to save his oh, people. Yeah, yeah. Odin's death caused Ragnar, which is cute. Uh, subbed Odin in for Thor. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the eye. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they're going to do that. Is that yeah. a thing? Is that going to be a thing now? I don't know. I don't like that. It seems like an unnecessary... Was he too pretty? It seems like an unnecessary effect that they're going to... Because, like, we've seen in S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, with Phil's hand, it's like, oh, shit, we did a thing and we really don't want to have to do effects for it. And so. we've seen it in Gotham. I mean. So I wonder if they're going to want to hand wave it, uh, pun totally intended, um, hand wave it away and fix it somehow. Or Tony Stark can fix it with the same way he fixed um, Barton. Clint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, overall, I loved it. Cute, funny, inoffensive because of that. It may not be my new fave. But I'm also not mad at it and look forward to seeing it again. Honestly, yeah. it was like Blue Moon Beer. It's not new. We've had comedy hero movies before. Four now so far. Deadpool, Ant-Man, both Guardians. So Ragnarok can't stand out for comedy. The plot didn't have any real twists, so it can't stand out for that. The actors were all amazing. They were all famous for being good. So that's expected. So it was like Blue Moon. Better than cheap and nasty beer. Not striking or different. You drink it. You want something easy to drink. And f Okay, it's beer. I got it. Ragnarok. It's, it's not my favorite since it's amazing. It's good. Absolutely perfect at being cute, funny, and cute and fun. Uh-huh. Like even the cat. Uh, so I like it even though the cat movies, the first Avengers, Deadpool are still higher in the rankings. Yeah. Just want something fun. Ragnarok was fun. Yeah. Uh, Claire. <sighs> this movie was so fucking stupid and I loved every second of it. The theatric <laughs> performance with N Sam Neill as Odin, Matt, goddamn Damon as Loki, and third string Hemsworth, Luke as Thor. Killed me. So funny. Also, I forgot about Doctor Strange. Now I need to rewatch the stupid American. 
rewatch his stupid American accent. Yeah. I digress. Stephen being a little shit to Thor was perfect, though. Okay, now I undigress. Okay. Himdall. Oomph. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> uh, does this mean Thor won't have the Mumia for Infinity War? Yes, it does. Yeah. Also, do you know Loki took the Tesseract? Yes. Absolutely. You know, I wish we could have seen more of Loki fighting. Me too. Like, close up, because Loki and Tom and Queenie agrees with me. Yep. <clears throat> okay, but I'm disappointed that he and Jane broke up. I know that it's because Marvel fucked over Natalie Portman and she rightfully moonwalked out with both middle fingers in the air. But still, I like them as a pair. Just keep her in the mystery safe house in Oregon. Uh, he'll put her on Clint's fake family farm. Yeah. <laughs> the soundtrack was great. The overall tone was great. And my little Bruce, I enjoyed how they acknowledged that Joss fucked up in the Age of Ultron and then yes. unfucked it. I'd see it again, which is more than I can say about the first two Thor movies. I, I feel wait, like... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry. Uh, love and butt touches the C-words. Oh, my God. I feel like the new uh, dumb phrase for I don't know what's happening and I'm going to try to clumsily uh, address your feelings is... Oh, you mean something I would do? Yeah. Sun's, sun's getting real low, buddy? I'm, I'm going to start using that. Yeah, you are. Sun, like, sun, sun's getting real low I don't there. know what to say, but sun's getting real low. <laughs> Oh, and he just kept doing it. I have plans now. He just kept doing it. I need to tell you something off the air. Okay. Uh, so this is from Chris after seeing. Okay. This is our friend Chris from 221B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my butt's asleep. I have to move. Okay. Okay. Uh, one day I shall have a Thor response that does not respond heavily to Loki. Today is not that day. I'm with you, Chris. First, an update on my nephew's MCU training. Oh, my God. He's so cute. He came home saying he was mad that his friends wouldn't call him Loki and was quite scandalized to hear that Hulk, his favorite hero, pulverizes Loki. Oh. He hasn't seen Avengers yet. Oh. <laughs> I love how Loki, as soon as, as, soon as yes! he sees Hulk, he, he's like, check, please. I have to leave. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> how did he not know that was Hulk? I know that. How did he not that know? That was the thing that we were kind of like incredulous about. One? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 How did he, how did Loki had been there for weeks? Not Do they know. only have these fights like once a month? Yeah. Surely Loki would have scouted this out. He ain't dumb. Yeah. That, that was, that was kind of Anyway. Dumb. Uh, also a certain pair of ours, Guardian brothers have been spotted at Disney California Adventure. <gasps> Damn you, Universal, they should be at Disney World, too. Yeah. So, Thor, Ragnarok. Yes. <laughs> I like Thor being more actively funny rather than just being the butt of a joke because he doesn't understand something. Yeah. Especially with a brother like Loki, he had to have been mentally on his toes to be a good leader in battle. I live him trying to use Nat's lullaby on Hulk slash Banner with pretty much <laughs> no success. <laughs> Also, the constant throwing of things at Loki to make sure he was actually there. It was so great. Not only are accurate to siblings, but a very smart thing to do. Yeah, they felt very sibling-y. Oh, so. Yeah. So sibling-y. We're not and, doing and, good like, help. Loki, and Loki's look on his face is like Thor does this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. This not, is not new. Yeah, we're not doing get help. As children, I bet Thor threw things at Loki. Yeah. I bet Frigga taught him that, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, Valerie and Hela are my queens, enough said. No, I'm not already planning Valkyrie Disney bounds. You can't prove nothing. <laughs> Odin continues to be a generally terrible father. Also, yep. I really need to know what exactly happened to his nursing home, like pre-rubble being cleared. Yeah, and also what did, like, he just floated away into fireflies or some shit. I'm like, what just, Odin, what just happened? And I thought gods were immortal. 
Yeah, and what the was hell? it just like, oh, I'm tired now. I don't want to have was, to. Did he not get enough Odin sleep? <laughs> he didn't. I've only had four hours of Odin sleep, so. <laughs> You're lacking, then. I am in lacking. Uh, Doctor Strange has no time for your sass, Loki, but would the meeting have gone off differently if he hadn't caught Loki off guard? Yeah, I, th- I think so. oh, I think absolutely. it would have been different, yeah. Uh, taking a strand of hair sneak attack gag is a good thing to have with Thor. <laughs> Poor Thor great. probably despises magic after that visit to Bleecker Street. Pro- well, and he probably despises magic anyway because of Loki, too. Oh, I, wa- I want to take a moment here and take a break from this email and address something that you had a problem with with this movie. What did I have a He's problem? the god of thunder. Yes! And you're like, that's not thunder, that's lightning. Fucking lightning. So, but what is thunder? I don't know. Thunder is the sound that lightning makes. <sighs> when lightning strikes, it yeah. burns up the oxygen out of the atmosphere and creates a very loud boom. That is thunder. Okay. Loki's I'm sorry. Not, I scienced it. Loki's not overly fond of what follows. I agree with that. But <laughs> that's every, you're like, but that's lightning. That's not thunder. I know. I'm like, but what is yeah. thunder? Then he, I think, They're the same thing. I think he should be the god of lightning then. Although I did love that. But thunder's just so much more. Bleh. I did like that everybody kept calling him the lord, lord of, of thunder. And he was like god of. Freaking hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, back to Chris's email. Ah, oh, my precious dramatic little shit Loki. I totally called a statue and haven't gotten to see it. But of course he would stage elaborate plays about himself. Of course he would. Delicious black suit is delicious. Oh, my God. Anyone else find it a little ironic that his first response to hell is to come to some arrangement rather than kneel? Yep. Uh, also, more magic and more fighting. I think I had heart eyes every time my babe was on screen. Me too. So, Loki and the Grandmaster. First of all, they were totally using pure imagination in that Grandmaster introduction tunnel. Yes, yes they were. I got uber Disney vibes in a twisted sense. God, this second, this Grandmaster slash Loki ship. I only accept it in certain contexts, like I don't see a truly romantic relationship, but no one convinced me Loki did not use Grandmaster as a sugar daddy to survive on Sakaar. And you said that's canon. They can pry that headcanon from my cold, dead fingers. I've read somewhere that that is actually a thing. And obviously not on Sakaar, because like you like said, Tom that Tom was... said it in an interview or something. Okay. I, I don't have a point of reference. But I, I like that. Check um, Reddit, which is probably where I got it from. Okay. Uh, so we didn't get the knife flip from the trailer. No. But come on, we got Loki actually putting that ridiculous headgear of his to use. Yeah, he did. Also, Agent of Asgard inspired horns for the win. Your savior is here. Loki, you dramatic little shit. No, no, don't touch that Tesseract. You leave it alone. That's all caps. Of course. Uh, this is an optimistic realist of a Loki lover. It's obvious that Loki took the Tesseract, most likely eventually to pass it off to Thanos. But somehow I feel it's more fear of Thanos that loyalty or desire to turn on thor yeah we saw I how, hope yeah we saw how he reacted to hella and in a way thanos could at least look like a bigger threat aka marvel please don't retcon thor and loki's brotherly development in infinity war yeah this movie is already gonna hurt yeah I, I i trust the russos though i think the I, russos i trust i think they'll i think they'll do okay for us yes uh Okay, our Twitter feed is blowing up. Sorry. Uh, so this is from Loki. <laughs> uh, this would also be the CEO of our sponsor, Unofficial Natural Fandom Fragrances. Go smell like them. Go smell like them. Uh, yeah, their link is on our, our homepage and in our posts. Use our code. 
unofficial no shit random tea podcast no s you can see why i usually just do the no s part <laughs> and get 10 percent off five dollars or more they do have mcu scents. So. they do have a loki spray for self-pity and i'm just saying christmas yeah uh she says hello lovelies uh, so excited I got to see this movie in time to email you. Yay. Overall, I loved it absolutely in my top five MCU movies. My thoughts are pretty scattered. She's uh, halfway through a pregnancy, so. Yeah. Pregnancy brain is real. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I terrified the entire theater because for some reason the beheading of the dragon was hilarious to me. Oh, my God. It <laughs> oh, was she laughed. so yeah. fucking Janya funny. laughed, too. I laughed for a year. Yeah. It was hilarious. You laughed the loudest out of anybody oh with my the God. dragon. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah really seeing uh really enjoyed seeing loki's character strike sticking a bit more to mischief roles than the evil one the mythology nerd in me struggles despite knowing it's just inspiration yeah it was really really hard not to cheer for hella i mean i get it she's evil but she was really cool i Dagger know throwing giant wolf mount raising people from the dead what's not to love exactly. oh yeah the whole taking over the universe tyrant thing uh, I was sort of confused as to what was going on with Thor's powers. We've never seen him do chain lightning before, right? Why did the ability just suddenly appear after Odin died? Did he level up? Okay. My answer to that is he has been very dependent on Mew Mew. Yes. All this time. And Odin said that was never meant. That was, that was only the Dumbledore meant, scene. That was only meant to help you harness it. Not, channel it. Yeah. To channel it. Yeah. Yeah. Not to so, be the power. To answer your question, yes, I think he did level up. I think he did, too. I think he finally is coming into his own. He got an XP uh, boost. For his god powers. Yes. Yes. Which means he'll be more powerful for Infinity War. Hopefully. I mean, he was doing flying things without Mew Mew, and that was kind of cool. Um, is Bruce Hulk forever now? We don't know, but we hope not. I don't think so. He kept saying we we would be, but I totally missed if they confirmed he was after the battle with the giant wolf. I also missed the wolf's name in Norse mythology. I know it's Fenrir. Is that the name they used? Yes. yes. Uh, we don't know. We hope not. And he was just, he just needed pets. I feel I like Hulk poor time, Fenrir. I know. All he wanted was a scritch behind the ear and nobody could reach it. Exactly. And I'm, I'm telling you. He was not um, evil. Puppies are not evil. I think canonically Hulk becomes Hulk for long stretches of time regularly. So Yeah. Uh, Loki lo totally stole the Tesseract before Ra starting Ragnarok. Yes. Yep. Yes, he did. I mean, there would be no Infinity War if he didn't. Yeah. I only got to see the first end credits scene, got the call my youngest was sick and rushed home. Did I miss anything important? No. Uh, it was, uh, the end credit scene was the Grandmaster landing on the planet or something, and he was confronted by the people. He was waking up after the, all the events, and the yeah, people it was, were, you, no, you, know. you didn't miss anything important. Um, that was Thanos in the first one, yes. Yes. I'm sure you answered most of these before even getting to feedback, but thank you. Yes. Thank you for, <laughs> for reading. Nonetheless, you're amazing humans and I adore you. Aw. Uh, blessings, Loki, the Norse one, not the Marvel one. Uh, <laughs> P.S. Do not drink an entire large beverage while pregnant during a two plus hour movie. Just don't do it. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's a good rule. I think that's a good rule to have. So that's everything. Wow. I just I really enjoyed it. I thought it was <clears throat> it I was too. nice to have a I little bit of a breather. Again. It was nice to have a little bit of a breather from the high angst that we've been given with the with the more recent MCU movies. Not so much Spider-Man or Guardians, but like Civil War and just all all the recent like just really heavy stuff. 
So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy can't be the only stupid, dumb, hilarious. No. I mean, as I love the Guardian. I I loved it. I loved the break. I loved the, the at first seeing the trailers and the, the poster, I was like, ugh. Yeah. It was like Guardians, but 80s style. Yeah, yeah. But 80s is kind of the thing, which kills me to no end. Because I, know. I lived through the first one. I know. And it wasn't it that was great. horrible. Yeah. So, so much awkward. As I'm sitting here in my pastel pink sweatshirt. Um, well, it's mostly gray. Yeah. Well, but Princess Leia's on it, so. Oh, that makes everything cool. It does. Uh, so, I had a ball. I want to go see it again, like I right now. I do, too. Justice League is out, but I want to go see Thor. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. That's that's all I have. That's all the feedback. That's a lot. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thanks.